Micro Monday again, the weekly microcast where we get to know members of the micro.blog community. I'm Jean McDonald, and I am the community manager at micro.blog. Today's guest is somebody I'm really excited to talk to because he's been on as long as I've been on on micro.blog, and that is John Johnston. Uh, John, welcome to Micro Monday. How's it going? Good evening, Jean. It's, it's going well. Thank you. I'm just very excited to be here myself. Uh, <laughs> I say I listened to, I think, all the episodes, uh, and I found every single person fascinating. So, a lot to live up to. Well, that's cool that you have been listening all along. I'm really, uh, I'm really glad. It was definitely creating this podcast was something of one of those whims with me and Manton, <laughs> where I said eh, we could make like a podcast. Um, Omni Group was doing it with their employees, and I I like the idea of like let's do a deep dive with people in a community rather than uh, staying on this like level of like who is well known or doing famous things in the community. Um, let's just talk to everybody if we can. <laughs> so so you're I forget what episode number this is. I think it's going to be fifty seven. You are the fifty seventh yeah. person of everybody that we have talked to. Uh, so, why don't you tell the listeners a bit about yourself? Uh, my name's John Johnson. Uh, I'm a primary school teacher in Scotland. I live in Glasgow. Uh, currently, I teach a wee bit outside Glasgow in a very small school. There's about forty two children in the school at the moment. Uh, small rural school. Uh, my class would be what we would call primary five, six, seven, plus mm-hmm. some fours. Um, before that, I taught in larger primary schools in Glasgow itself. Mm-hmm. And I've also for a while dipped out and did some, uh, ICT support for schools in North Lanarkshire Council. Mm-hmm. But I'm now back in class. Mm-hmm. Um, are you from Glasgow originally? Near enough. Um, I, I was born probably 20 miles from Glasgow. I, I lived in Belfast pretty well in Northern Ireland, where my father's side of the family is from originally, mm-hmm. uh, and then moved back to Scotland. So you'll hear the odd Irish intonation <laughs> that's, that's lasted uh, 50 odd years uh, uh, since I moved back. Yeah. Um, well, I. I'm particularly interested in Glasgow because that's where my grandmother was born. And in 1906, back in the day, um, but my great-grandfather was from Ireland and he came to Glasgow, met his Scottish wife, and then eventually they all came to the United States in 1912 and became a whopping big clan of uh, (laughs) Scottish-Irish uh kids my grandmother had 13 siblings and uh and and their their family name my grandfather's um sorry my great grandfather's name was Gochran which is irish irish name yeah, yeah. that's cool yeah so uh, so we're near neighbors but just <laughs> out. yeah we're probably related somehow um but not uh i do have the fabulous scottish name jean macdonald uh, you know, which is uh, not even from that side of the family. So <laughs> my parents liked the name Jean, and my grandfather, 
whose uh, surname in the U.S. was McDaniels, changed it to McDonald's. So even though I like to pretend I'm like a Clan Donald person, and actually, I, I mean, that's all mixed together anyway, but but McDonald is not my family's uh, original name. So I'm still Scottish, you know, Yeah. but I'm not that Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's enough. You've got more Scottish names. But anyway, yeah, one of these days I'm coming over. I have never been. And I will. One thing I would like to do is visit all the women named Jean McDonald who think they have my Gmail address. <laughs> <laughs> because I get all kinds of email and reservations and confirmations for for women named Jean McDonald, but uh, they whatever they address they think they have, it is not Jean McDonald at Gmail, which is my Gmail address. <laughs> That's right. I get a few John Johnsons, but mostly Mac dot com ones. Uh, yeah. People seem to. It's, it's a the danger of having a. A common name, and in my case, a very unimaginative uh, set of terms. <laughs> well, so tell me, John, like what what drew you to Micro.blog? Because I've listened to your podcast and I knew this question was coming up, I'm trying to remember where I saw it. Mm-hmm. For I mean, a couple of years before Micro.blog sort of <laughs> loomed in the horizon. Uh, I, I installed a few IndieWeb plugins and got interested in IndieWeb, not in any way joining in any conversations or reading any documentation, but just by installing plugins and turning them on and seeing what happened. Um, so I was kind of interested in that. And at some point I saw a, a link to the, the Kickstarter mm-hmm. and it seemed like a, I know I've kind of got an interest in aggregation, I think, mm-hmm. um, and I could kind of understand that part of it, I think. So I thought that's definitely worth backing. Uh, so I think I was quite an early backer on Kickstarter mm-hmm. and just went joined in from there. And once you saw how things were turning out, although I couldn't really understand it completely at the start, um, I think the attitude of the service just made it, completely compelling I think mm-hmm. yeah I think that's a that's a common theme you know and you've listened to these podcasts so you know uh, that people backed it even when they didn't understand it totally how it would turn out um, and uh, but they liked the I the the notion of it I would say yeah I think it's I like the sort of vibe of it as well. Mm-hmm. And, and the fact that, that you know, that yourself were, as a community manager was involved mm-hmm. straight away. Um, and just the way Manton spoke about it, listening to his mm-hmm. podcast and interacted with people. Early on, I remember, I think it was one of his, Manton's timetable cast. Mm-hmm. He was talking, and at this point there was, I think it was still in beta, but there was people asking, you know, it's not doing this, this is slightly broken and, you know, bits and pieces weren't working. Mm-hmm. But he said, I'm busy working on the WordPress export mm. because I want people to have a way of getting out mm-hmm. of the microblog service. And that, I, I've never seen anything like that in my life before. <laughs> I thought that attitude was just 
delightful. Um, but one of the first, one of his first concerns was that whatever you put in there, you could take away, you could keep safe. Yeah. Um, before actually things that might have other people would have said, we want this to improve the service. Mm-hmm. He was going, no, the important thing. And I just, that really blew me away, that sort of <laughs> attitude. Um, I think just, I mean, everybody that's been using the internet for a wee while has been burnt by one or three services. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and the idea that people put stuff into microblog, they would have an out. It's just was just fantastic, I think. Yeah, as you were talking about, I was I, I was looking up your Kickstarter backer number, cause, which was fifty one, as you said. I didn't know my own, <laughs> but uh, mine is seventeen twenty four because I knew about the Kickstarter, but I hadn't quite decided whether it was for me until he mentioned that he would be hiring a, a community manager. And then it made a big difference to me. It will be a community with uh, a philosophy and values that I could support. And uh, and I didn't know that I would end up being the community manager. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I knew that uh, I, I loved that he was doing that. So before you knew about micro.blog, you were already blogging. My impression is that you've been blogging for a long time before micro.blog came along. Uh, I think probably about, I think the earliest thing I could find is a thing called pitas, pitas mm-hmm. Um I think I started then about 2002. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I came to computers quite late in life. I don't think I ever turned on a computer until I was 30. Um, <laughs> but I, I kind of attracted to blogging. And what's really interesting, if you look back at uh, this this a service, and I can find by my blog, I only made about 20 or 30 posts before I moved on to another platform, but the posts are all really short. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all, they would all fit in microblog really easily. Mm-hmm. Um and I think when I started blogging anyway, that an awful lot of stuff was really short at that, that time. And it then seemed at some point I certainly got a lot baggier. Um, and Twitter came along and split things up and stuff like that. But yeah. um, I, I, it's almost like microblog has taken us back to some idea mm-hmm. of sort of short-term blogging that's not too... Well, I know there are people who are amazing writers and microblog, but not too writerly. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Uh, you don't need to have that skill set to, to put things up. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah I, I think that's a really interesting point because certainly Twitter, as we've discussed before, uh, siphoned off a good deal of the blogging energy that was out there because it was so easy to put stuff up. And people got good at Twitter, right? I mean, I would say that I got good at Twitter once I figured it out. And I didn't always post the first thing that came to my mind. I mean, I've definitely edited tweets, you know, mm-hmm. probably way more than they they deserve to be edited. But I, I mean, I think the Twitter thing is really interesting because in education sort of circles, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of people on Twitter, and uh, there's a huge community uh, of teachers, sort of worldwide. 
mm-hmm. um, which makes it very attractive. But it's, it's, I don't think it's got as much of the toxic stuff that people talk about, mm-hmm. and certainly the, the teacher communities I'm aware of. But it it does tend to get a bit circular, mm-hmm. um, and I guess knee jerk. Mm-hmm. Um, and microblog hasn't really done that. I mean, the, the conversation seems to be, even if you limited it to 280 characters, it seems to be more thoughtful. Yeah. And I certainly read lots more yeah. on microblog than I post. Yeah. Um, and probably Twitter, it's the other way around. That's a really good point. I mean, that's a really interesting observation, which I hadn't thought of before. And I agree with you. I certainly read micro.blog posts carefully. And it does, I think, contribute to the feeling that we don't have the speediest conversations. <laughs> no. Uh, but, that, that's... <laughs> right? <laughs> To the good, to think. Yeah, I, I've been calling it the slow social media. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know the slow food thing. Yes, I do. In Italy, and the, the, the slow television in Scandinavia, or whatever. Really? Chris, Chris, <laughs> they had something on our BBC where at Christmas time, where mm-hmm. the camera just followed um, a, a person on a reindeer and sledge oh my. for a day. Just going through the snow, oh, cool. and then occasionally the camera went in front of the reindeer, mm-hmm. and mostly it was kind of behind the reindeer. And occasionally, mm-hmm. the person on the reindeer got off and walked along beside it, but it just <laughs> went off all day. Uh, and I think there's ones in Scandinavia where it's trains. Uh-huh. You know, you, you, the television's just fixed to a train for a day. Oh yeah, it's I mean, it's slow. I would watch that. that slow. <laughs> well, I have. <laughs> it sounds a bit silly now, but I've certainly watched the reindeer for a wee while. <laughs> solidly, but like microblog, you kind of dip in and out of it yeah. uh, and think about it a wee bit. Yeah. But I think learned more about the tone of online conversation on microblog than anywhere else. Uh, because even if there isn't like a community of teachers all talking about education uh-huh. or something all the time, people are talking about things that I'm maybe not desperately interested in. I hope they're talking about some things that I am interested in. Yeah. But that you can enjoy it because of the tone. Yeah. Um, and you get this one where somebody says something that could just about be thought of as snarky if you were really looking for snark. Mm-hmm. And you know, two posts down, they're they're apologising, yes. expanding the conversation, and then it's sliding off onto something else. And you know, Bob Dylan's drifting across, a guinea pig is wriggling in, um, <laughs> and it, it it's just it, it's, it's it's a lovely place to hang out, um, even if people are talking about pens, and um, I don't get that at all but oh. you actually can read people being really enthusiastic about it in a really nice way and talking about it in a nice way and a really yeah I think that yeah instructional in itself um you talk about you know enjoying micro.blog despite the fact that it is not you know that focused interest group you might find of you know your fellow educators 
but what are the things, I mean, besides education? I take photographs. I mean, I'm not a photographer. I never really, I never figured out how to use any features in any camera phone. And I don't mm-hmm. have a camera, I've only got a phone. But I, I love taking photos as a note. I've got an interest in natural history and just like taking pictures of things outside, trees yeah. and birds and animals, if they would stay still. Um, <laughs> and just, you know, the odd thing. And I think I actually I was probably post more photographs than anything else to microblog now. Yeah. Which surprises me, but it's very, it's a nice thing to do. I mean, I like, I like some of Instagram, um, I think I'm shallow enough to like likes on Instagram. I can completely would hate likes to come to microblog, but <laughs> I still quite like them, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, I think there's there are a lot of people who do post photographs. I know certainly for me, I post more photographs than I used to, even though I don't get likes on microblog. Mm. I do get, uh, you know, I get comments, I get feedback, which is lovely, and and the most important thing is that. If I go to my blog, all my photos are there, which that is what I didn't totally appreciate before micro.blog, that it would be a big deal to me to just have everything in one place that was mine. One of the things I think is interesting is I don't necessarily send everything to microblog, that Mm -hmm. blog, Mm -hmm. because sometimes I'm posting about something that's usually about education or as Mm -hmm. an apply to somebody, um, sort of indie web style who's a, you know, another teacher or something. And I think, well, it's not necessarily something I want to put into microblog. Mm-hmm. And I remember Manton saying something again about his idea of microblog as being sort of one of many services. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I really think that would be an interesting place to be that, you could have a blog and you could send things to, well, in my sort of dreams, some sort of microblog service that was education and yeah. the original microblog one and maybe one for some people that are interested in, I don't know, you know, maps or something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, but, you, you know, your own blog, mm-hmm. which maybe could, it could be a microblog, it could be a WordPress blog, whatever, but you could, point but different bits of it Mm -hmm. Uh, and I thought that was a really nice idea for avoiding the problems of getting to this one giant service like Mm -hmm. Twitter you know where you can be overwhelmed by one big piece of news or one idea that floods across yeah no that's for sure it just seemed to me I say I installed a lot of indie web bits and pieces and looked at the indie web project and it's it's difficult, mm-hmm. and microblog is easy um, compared to that. So it seems like a really great thing, great way to go about it. Mm-hmm. And if there was, you know, if it it needs to get enough steam to become popular, but not, I don't know, maybe for a mountain's income it would be great if it was the size of Twitter but you know what I mean it would be nicer for me as a user if it was a reasonable size yeah um, I, I don't think that's Manton's uh, no, grand plan or mine <laughs> yeah well we should probably wrap this up John as much as I, 
I would like to spend the rest of the afternoon talking to you and also listening to your lovely Scottish accent because (laughs) you probably think it's just you. But to me, it's like you are practically Rob Roy on the other end. (laughs) A a Scottish accent is a a wonderful thing. Um, The further away you listen to it from, I think. Um, (laughs) You know, it's it's always appreciated by people at a distance, but... Yeah. Locally, it would not necessarily be such a nice accent. <laughs> yeah. Um, thank you very much. For the yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very lovely, um, you know, on many levels to speak with you. But is there anything you would like to add before we sign off? Uh, I, I don't, other than the usual sort of uh, thanks very much. I mean, the, the, there's so many ways, so many things to talk about. Yeah. About stuff, uh, you know, as I say, I'm fascinated by aggregation and things. Uh, I, I think I've always been sort of fascinated about how that sort of thing works. I've, I've been involved in various efforts to pull things together. Mm-hmm. But I think the way that Microblog is, is doing it is one of the most humane ways I've seen. Um, and it's really great to just watch you guys work mm-hmm. on it and be part of it. So thanks very much. And obviously the, the people that sort of shout out to just about anybody I follow, really, because they, they're all fascinating. <laughs> I don't know how that works. You know, yeah. but you've, managed to, you've managed to pull in people who are, you know, I say fascinating about pens, never mind anything else, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I don't know how it's been done, but it's been great. Yeah, well, and that includes you, John, because I would say everybody following you is very grateful that you are there. Um, but thanks for being here on the on the podcast today and listeners if you want to follow john on micro.blog there is a link in the show notes or you can go to uh, micro.blog slash john johnston thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next week mm-hmm.